Sure seems that way. Or should I say, Nestor, there are shoes. Oh, yeah, that's way better. Yeah. Well, hello, friends, and uh, welcome in to this, the 178th edition of Fusebox, cunningly entitled Backward Masking, as uh, that is, of course, where we uh, find ourselves once again uh, returning to mask mandates and such, but uh, more about that in a bit. I'm your remastered from the original source for higher fidelity host, Mark Rose, and over there, a renowned forward masker from way back, <laughs> the high pooba of the quasi-parametric Milk Canes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. Hey, hey, some, uh, some good news for once. Yeah? Yeah, looks like our wildfire situation out here has been uh, skillfully handled. Oh, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, the uh, wildfires that have been scorching this already drought-ridden uh, terrain of ours out here are now officially handled in our area and only took 413,000 acres. Such a bargain. Well, you know, compared to last year, yeah. California and a few other locations still have some issues, though, and uh, we hope they get that under control soon, as it's uh, turning out to be a very dry summer. Dry with a side of stupid. <laughs> How so, Mr. Kane? Well, this whole—now, I know you're going to go into this later in the show, but this, this damn mask mandate war that's uh, raging right now, I mean, really? Oh, I know. I know. And you know what? Somebody pointed out that if they could take the money that's been wasted fighting this uh, uh, mask war in the courts and just give it all to the educators instead, that would actually maybe make some progress here. You know, sometimes I think folks just want to argue and it doesn't matter at all what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. You may have a point there for sure, Mr. Gaines. The uh, common sense side of this debate is clearly being ignored of course. Why the hell use common sense when we can have Jewish space lasers starting forest fires or stolen elections masterminded by a dead South American president? Yeah, why indeed. Well, we shall explore that stuff in a bit as uh, this mask thing has become a thing again. Perhaps always was for some, but uh, may I uh, please, just for a moment, may I just digress here? You may. Thank you. So, like uh, many of you out there, I presume, I get the assorted emails regarding, uh, uh, you know, like a, a new application update or some new service or product these days. And more often than not, there is this new direction chosen by the developer or manufacturer or service provider called, you know what it is, the subscription. Yes, a seemingly brilliant way to save money and get a whole bunch of other stuff that would cost you plenty if you bought it all separately, right? Boy, you know, I, 
I remember when this uh, whole idea started back with Amazon years and years ago. Well, yeah, exactly. Way before all that cloud-based storage and stuff caught up with it, it, it actually seemed like a pretty good idea. Well, it really did. I mean, if you went to a Costco or a Sam's Club or something like that, you, you wouldn't think twice about an annual membership kind of thing because of the savings. Exactly. And, and it was really, truly a good idea and still is for many things. But here's the thing, though. Lately, this subscription thing has gotten just a bit out of control, especially if you're a cord cutter and don't have a uh, cable TV pipe coming into your home. And, and if you're like me, you just stream all the content from uh, an Apple TV or a Roku or a Fire Stick or whatever your uh, device du jour may be. Guilty. Yeah, exactly. So if you're like one of us and you've run the numbers lately... You're finding that that uh, cable charge was probably lower than your now 11 to 10 independent streaming channels, all charging you an a la carte fee for the privilege of seeing their content. Now, it's, it, it's crazy. For the record, I do only two. Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime. I do use this thing called Plex, to uh, stream my own content from uh, NAS drives. And I could, if I so desired, uh, access Plex's entertainment uh, portal as well, as they have the live TV and streaming options as well. But personally, here's the thing. If I'm paying for a service, and I pay for the expanded Plex app, uh, normally it's free, but I refuse to watch ads. Sorry. Sorry, of any kind. Wait, what? They have ads on Plex? Well, yeah, in, in the uh, free content area, big quotes around the free there. They uh, justify that by saying that uh, you can watch all this stuff with uh, absolutely no obligation. Yeah, but... Yeah, but I'm paying for Plex. I have an annual license to the thing for some uh, additional features that uh, that I like, like fast transcoding of uh, the content on my uh, NAS drives and remote access and all that stuff, which to me is worth it. But because I'm a, quote, member of this uh, paying tier, I don't want to see an ad for Fran's pickle polishing service. Ooh. Or Handy Panda's barbecued gummy bears. For flavor and energy. No, I, I don't want to see any ads at all, ever. Hence, I do not partake of their additional content. Not even to see reruns of the Patty Duke show? No, Mr. Keynes, however tempting that might be. Not much to me, but I shall not indulge. But this is merely the tinkling of high keys in this overbloated concerto. Do tell. I shall endeavor to do just that, Mr. Keynes. After this uh, brief show type of uh, reset-like thingy. Over here. I am only interested in the possibility of life on another planet. Thefuseboxeshow.com Okay, so we were uh, kind of ranting about this subscription idea that seems to have uh, really caught on, and in a big, big way. The uh, latest attempt to uh, separate you from uh, your money is this thing called the app subscription. Now, let me just say, 
that there is a, a good reason for some apps to go this way. In addition to the uh, somewhat stable cash flow for the developer, which I can totally appreciate, believe me, it makes dealing with updates more fluid for the end user as they're delivered. In most cases, uh, hopefully, seamlessly to the application without you really having to do anything. Or if you prefer and you, you like the hands-on thingy, you can uh, option to be nagged when an update is available. That's fine. It's up to you. Here though, is where I draw the line. I recently got an email proposing that the uh, plugin I'm currently using on some random uh, WordPress website is now switching to a monthly subscription model. So I'd be billed the X dollar amount for the app beginning in a couple of months or something like that. And uh, it will be great, as updates will be free, and uh, blah, blah, hold the phone. I paid for this app in full already, so why is it now going to be a subscription? You know, frankly, I think that's userous to do that. Well, did they give you an option to say no thanks? Well, here's what's very unusual and a little bit shady on the side. You could decline and keep the app, of course, because you already paid for it. But the clear message from them is that they would not guarantee the compatibility beyond a very, very short window of time. So they had you over a barrel. Uh, no, sir. I dumped them. And the whole platform shell that uh, used that plugin and uh, went backwards to something that works infinitely better on WordPress. Thank you and good night. All righty. Yeah, because maybe if you're a, a web developer or designer, that would make sense for your business. But as a guy that has this one random website that uh, maybe would uh, use this plugin three times a year, yeah, not a good fit. Now, in my audio work, as you might imagine, the same scenario has appeared as well. And, and uh, in the most recent case, I opted to actually do just that, subscribe to the whole Megillah, because with uh, this particular company, you're talking thousands of dollars in software to begin with and possibly hundreds of dollars uh, per year to keep it current. So for less than the price of one update to one piece of software, I get the entire suite that is maintained accurately and uh, it just it just makes good sense. <laughs> I gotta say, it makes me wonder if what if the restaurant industry turned to that model? <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you, you come in, you eat a great meal, then you're charged monthly for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the same meal, no matter how long ago it was. Heaven forfend that that ever becomes a trend, man. Yeah, we probably shouldn't even be talking about this. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you know, I, I know there are probably like uh, those uh, membership-based arrangements where you can get a percentage off uh, at a bunch of participating restaurants and so forth, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Weirder and certainly more desperate things uh, have happened in these times of ours. You know, I really feel for those cats who uh, run the places, man. I mean, yeah. if, if anybody's been smacked around there... These last uh, couple of years, it, it, it's been the restaurants. No kidding. And, and, uh, and a bunch have uh, closed for good out here as a result. Uh, I mean, seriously, 
How can you afford to stock up on all the supplies you need to run the place, only to find out that, oh, sorry, we've uh, got to close you down again because things are getting bad again, which, uh, sadly, they are. You know, and in Portland, it's a foodie town. They got some uh, world-class joints out here. <laughs> Not that I would know. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say. And uh, do, do you frequent those often? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I mean, look, if, if I was into all that fancy foodie stuff, uh, this would definitely be the town I'd be doing it in big time. But uh, I'm not. So I don't. Yeah, well, I, I've had the pleasure of uh, sampling a few of them, and I, I've never been disappointed, uh, shocked and amazed at how good they were. But uh, folks out here do not mess around. They really don't. They're not posing <laughs> as a great place. They truly are. Or at least that's been uh, my experience. Well, you know, Suicide Sally's was... Uh back open for a minute. Yes, yes, it was. And uh, that's a favorite watering hole of ours. We were supposed to have our next corporate stockholders meeting there, right? Uh, if by stock you mean chicken or uh, maybe vegetable, uh, then yeah, 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 we were. Man, I miss that place. I, I hope they can manage to hang in there. I, re I mean, really. It, it... Well, they, they do have that takeout thing, so uh, that probably helps a bit. For uh, a lot of the places that serve liquor, though, and, and where the bar is the primary source of revenue for them, then it gets a little complicated, for sure. I thought I had read that they had relaxed a few of the regs so uh, folks could take out those, too. Yeah, you know what? I do seem to re recall that dimly, yet I'm, I'm not sure what happened, though, or if it's still in effect with the new... Uh, situation we find ourselves in here yeah buddy it's a dumpster fire of burning hair oh yeah well that's just uh, best not to be downwind of that either oh and speaking of a sand-eating slug in a leisure suit friends i know we talked about this crap on the last show but uh, is there just no end to this stupidity short answer no evidently so in case you missed it, I don't know how you could, it's, it's all we hear about, seemingly, but uh, Governor Deathbird Ron DeSantis uh, threatened to take funding away from the school board and virtually defund the educational system and have, uh, of course, at the same time, flaming rats carrying hatchets fall upon their very heads. Well, come to find out, friends, he doesn't have the authority to do that. Well, that's just another con job. Use fear when all else fails. Well, here's a little fear for the good governor. You know, if just one child dies from this uh, Delta variant thing, he should be held responsible and uh, sued for negligent homicide. You know, I get it. The mask thing is certainly not my favorite fashion accessory. But what the fuck, man? It does work and it does save others' lives, and at this point, it does a hell of a lot more towards that than that scumbag governor. And to make things even more yummy, Florida was just recently sent a, a bunch of respirators because, once again, and again, once again, they ran out because they are so desperately overcrowded with new COVID patients. 
So uh, despite his snarky statement. Uh, Joe Biden has taken to himself to try to single out Florida um, over COVID. Uh, this is a guy who ran for president saying he was going to, quote, shut down the virus. And what has he done? He's imported more virus from around the world by having a wide open southern border. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. He gets a wake-up call to the severity. And just let me add uh, that a bunch of those respirators, yeah, they came from Portland. You're welcome. You know what? I think that uh, Governor DeSantis slug there should take a refresher in geography. The border, as he calls it, it's a thousand miles away from where he stands and lies. You know, and that is a, a wee surprising, as he uh, evidently went to Yale and Harvard, I'm informed. No, no, no. That was actually uh, Snail Junior College and Hardware University in East Bendover, Ohio way. Oh, oh, good to know. Yeah. Well, uh, his attempted ban on vaccine passports was uh, at least temporarily blocked by a federal judge a few days ago. It looks like a Norwegian cruise line was evidently cleared to go ahead and require coronavirus vaccines for guests and crew members after U.S. District Judge Kathleen Williams granted the company a preliminary injunction, blocking a Florida law championed by Ron the Sand Slug, that would have fined the cruise company for requiring vaccines. So DeSantis' office said uh, Monday, he will appeal. He doesn't appeal to me at all. Oh, and uh, one of those uh, cruise ships, I think Carnival, uh, just returned with 27 new cases, all, by the way, from vaccinated people. Oh, that's, that's very reassuring. Uh, well, we did hear just recently, too, that the governor of Texas, uh, Governor Abbott, he, too, just contracted it. And what was he? Oh, that's right. He was vaccinated, too. Yeah, we better watch this. Yeah. So that reported 1% possibility of infection um, looks now to be just a wee higher than they had hey, been. Hey, wait, wait, hold on here. Uh, there's someone uh, gently rapping on my chamber door. Hang on. Oh, Milo, what's up, buddy? You got a guest in there? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Milo with a thumb drive. He says he wants us to play this audio file from, uh, uh what is it? Well, he says there's some, uh, secret message on this file. Well, hell, pop it in. Hopefully we'll all learn some new and, uh, amazing truth. Yeah. Let me load it in here. First of all, there, there, some of the reasons people haven't gotten the vaccine, one of the major reasons is that because they've already recovered from COVID. Okay, so just sounds like the same old crap to me. You want me to play it backwards? Backward masked. Backward masked? Really? He's got a backward masked file from DeSantis? So he says. Okay, here we go. 
Okay, so where is the... So maybe he's just a shill for the giant mantis aliens. That would not surprise me, bro. That would put a whole different spin on things. Yeah, it might explain the lasers, too. So they're Jewish manti? I'd say probably Catholic with the whole praying stance thing, you know? Hmm, curious. There have been numerous recall petitions floated about out there recently. What if we just used RAID? Yeah, I don't think it works that way, bro. Too bad. Cheap solution. Well, uh, hell, what about Texas, Milo? You got any tape from Governor Abbott? Mm, not Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. But not Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah, well, we, we, go check into that, buddy, and let us know what the score is. See you, Milo. So I guess we have to add uh, investigative journalist to Milo's resume. Well, he would be stubborn as hell to shake off. Yeah, he'd go right up your pant leg to find the truth, baby. Wow. Just wow. So, how'd he get... It's probably best if we don't ask, you know? Probably right there, Mr. Keynes. Curiouser and curiouser. Well, we'll just have to wait and see what's... Uh, Developing there. I, I have no idea. Things can't get much weirder than they are right now, you know. Well, <laughs> not so sure. I mean, uh, we did watch that uh, my pillow guy implode during his own, quote, symposium, end quote, where he was going to reveal once and for all the startling truth, the big evidence, the glorious gas bag of unmistakable proof that... <laughs> Yeah, until he got that text on his phone while he was on stage alerting him to the fact that a federal judge had just cleared the way for Dominion Voting System's billion-dollar defamation suit against him, Giuliani, and Powell. It's a go, bro. It is indeed. He looked damn stupid. Clearly did not expect that to occur. <laughs> Yeah, I hear he left the stage for a minute or two, and he came back and ranted for eight minutes about it. Well, you know, the, the convenient ploy these uh, cats use when something like their uh, proof disappears or the orange guy is still, still not reinstated despite them uh, claiming oh, all sorts of random dates that are always wrong. The thing they keep using, and frankly, all con men do, is that they were hacked or the regulators changed all the info because they're spies, or it was gonna happen, but this huge thing 
fill in your huge thing of choice, made it impossible. If it quacks like a duck, and it walks like a duck. It's clearly the ghost of Hugo Chavez. <laughs> yeah, in a duck suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And on that quack, <laughs> we'll, we'll call it a show, friends, and take our Scotch brand backward masking tape and our assortment of soiled and highly rancid Handy Pandas barbecued gummy bears with natural CDB distillates and uh, slink back under the dryer vent hose, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Sabra May and Jeff Pollard. Thanks as well to the able thumbs and fingers of the Prime Minister of the Poltec over there, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and so forth and so on. A pleasure as always. And thanks as well to you, friends, for spending your highly valuable time with us. Yeah, while we're all thinking about it, why don't you uh, mash that subscribe button wherever you may have found us and uh, give us a review or nine or eleven stars, because, you know, it all really helps out. Yes. And you know what else they can do that would be spiffy and swell? I think Eddie does. Hey, it's as simple as pie. You go to thefuseboxshow.com and click on the shopping tab. And like flippin' magic, there you are. Oh, and if you're one of those book-a-face folks, click on the Shop Now button on the Fusebox Show Facebook page. Okay? Also, quick as a bunny. There you go. Enough said. Simple as falling off a symposium. Yes, friends, I have been your revealing the truth as soon as I get someone to fake it. Host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fusebox has not been sponsored by the dispensary with the hippie chick behind the counter who never called me back. Those weird things you see people wearing on their feet these days. The company that makes that brown gooey stuff. The Donut Shop, where that dude got shot over by the dumpster, and by Wildebeest IPA. If you want a beer real bad, we got a real bad beer. From the untamed jungles of Portland, Oregon, comes yet another undrinkable IPA. Part lager, part ale, part stout, but all beast. Wildebeest IPA. Made of the finest barleys from Botswana, the choicest malts from Madagascar, and premium hops from Hillsboro, Wildebeest IPA will kick your thirst right in the balls. Ah! Wildebeest IPA. Taste the beast. Mmm, beastie. Wildebeest IPA is not fit for human consumption. Please drink posthumously. I'm Skag Paftis, wondering where it all went so horribly, horribly wrong. Here on... Fuse Box.